0: It's Seat Yourself here on KFGO. Becky Hoselton and Eric Johnson join us in the studio. Eric Johnson, uh, seat yourself regular and the producer of Afternoons Live and the Drive Time News with Jack Sunday.
1: And delivery driver today.
2: Yeah. And yeah. delivery
0: driver. In fact, uh, <laughs>
1: ladies, I'm collecting tips for
0: Eric. Okay. Don't eat yellow snow.
2: No need. No need because I got a free lunch out of the deal. That's, in a, that's a tip in, in and of itself.
1: You know, it's amazing. If we had ordered this through one of the delivery services, yeah. it would have been a $2.99 delivery fee, a $6.00 convenience fee and then the tip on top of that. So I think we come out in the long run.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Becky Haselton. Hi, Hello. Becky. Becky uh, lives upstairs in our building. Mm-hmm. Not with us, but she lives on the sales side of things. I come down often. You do. You do. Yeah. But for those listening to understand who Becky is, you don't hear her on the air very often.
3: No, but if you listen in the mornings, I am um, little Becky Lamore. Yes. <laughs> so I'm. I'm named... Jack's Little crockpot is named after that. And I'm positive <laughs>
2: Becky has an official title, but you basically do everything around here sure, at one time. Sure, that's right what I
0: there. hear. You do. You do everything. <laughs> you
1: recently had a major office move, and I hope it was recent because it was just brought to my attention maybe a month ago.
3: A year ago, but yeah. Okay, so,
1: was, you know, so <laughs> basically, basically, really recent. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, <laughs> did you decide to move offices, or were you told you're moving offices? I
3: was told. But I'm glad that I moved offices. It's a little homier.
1: Oh, yeah. I think the sun is better on that Mm, side of the building. I
3: would beg to differ. I am a morning sun person. Okay. You
1: don't like setting sun.
3: Nope. I like the morning sun, but I like any sun. So my windows at home are always open. I don't know if my neighbors like that or not, but um, <laughs> I never close a shade like I it's the first thing I do if someone does in the morning. And yeah. But. OK,
0: can we talk? We need to get right to this <laughs> because Becky is infamous on our show. We've talked about Becky a lot, but none of our listeners knew who we were talking about. And it is the shared milk glass story of It Takes Two.
2: That was a promo for a while.
0: Uh, Just till recently. I think I told her to take it down. Yeah. Um, Becky, tell us the story of the shared milk glass.
3: Um, It's not like I have a big family. Um, It was my sister and my mom and my stepdad. That was who we did it with. Um, I don't know why, but we all drank milk Mm -hmm. at, we call it, um, supper cause lunch was dinner to us. So it was dinner and then supper. So we always had milk at supper and my mom would just get out one glass and fill it up. And we just all took our turns. And then,
1: <laughs> now would you drink more than one glass of milk? Would there be a refill or everyone oh, jug- got a quarter of a <laughs> No,
3: the jug was there? So it just probably got filled up. And then eventually it became my mom and stepdad would share.
0: Mm-hmm. And
3: then my sister and I would share. But then finally, I don't know if I finally got brave enough or old enough and finally was like, I know there's more glasses in that <laughs> cupboard. <laughs> and my sister, I love her, but she backwashed.
1: No, oh, mm-hmm. She didn't oh, no. fully
3: chew her food mm-hmm. and swallow before she just, sorry, I know this is the lunch hour, but mm-hmm. um, so it was, I was, it, uh, it was off putting for me. So I finally got up, went to the cupboard and got my own glass. But I know there are families who would share a towel, and they would pass a towel around. To like wipe as a napkin? Nap oh, <laughs> I thought you were talking about a shower towel. And I was like,
1: one family is like, well, here you go and well, handing the, the one the towel, towel <laughs> off to the next one and be like, I'll no. just sprint across the house naked. Well, in the, in the, prior
2: to the indoor plumbing everywhere, wasn't that the, the baths went from oldest to youngest? Yes, yes. yes.
3: and he right. only did it once a week right. because, yeah. yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so you know people who share, less, like, you know, essentially like a, a dish towel to wipe their faces and stuff mm-hmm. like in hands and things like that?
3: Um, I have a rule in my house, which my son breaks all the time. We have a hand towel that you use to dry your hands after you wash them. I have a dish towel that's only for to dry dishes, and you can't use the hand towel to wipe your mouth. That's what napkins are. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you you really have decided, my family
1: traditions be darned, <laughs> I am going to start implementing strict... It's called a hand towel, son. It's not
2: called <laughs> exactly. a mouth towel.
3: Exactly. <laughs>
2: is there a, a method that you keep them straight? Yes. The They're hand towel is on the
3: towels. counter, okay. and a dish towel is the good old flour sack towel sure. to dry the dishes, because that's the only way to dry a dish. And that is on the dishwasher handle. Mm-hmm. Yes, and they even have specific drawers. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I
1: there is absolutely no shade being thrown here because mm-hmm. I think people are very particular about the way they organize their home. And have you ever had someone come into your house, like maybe a relative who wants to help out by cleaning or something, you know, mm-hmm. maybe you know you're away for a while and somebody comes in to help and they just make a disaster of everything or they just eventually say like I just left it all on the counter because I couldn't tell what your system was. You've got measuring cups in one cupboard, but you also have your glass measuring cups in another. I don't get it.
3: I like everybody in my kitchen. I just don't want them in my kitchen doing anything. I'm kind of a control freak here at work, at home, um, because then they're just in the way. I'm like, go sit down. I will do this. I want to serve you. I want to take care of you. Great that you want to help. I mean, you can help me wash dishes later, but like get out of my kitchen when I'm preparing. Get out of my way.
1: I was recently in a church kitchen and helping with a, with a funeral, mm-hmm. and so I knew my job was to stand in the corner until someone told me specifically what they wanted me to do. Mm-hmm. Even if
3: I saw something I could do to help, not until I was told. There's too many hands in the kitchen. I think there's a, yes. a saying that, and it's totally true. Like just
1: yeah, too many cooks spoil the
3: broth is one of. Them. We
1: have a lot of <laughs> kitchen <laughs> get right. get here. Get out of here.
2: But in that situation that you're talking about, J.J., there's a very strict hierarchy. Yes. Oh, I
1: found out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is Seat Yourself, Becky Hoselton, Eric Johnson here on KFGO, and it takes two. Brought to you by the South Fargo Dairy Queens. If you're looking for a reason to make a drive through for your lunch, that might be a good option. Can you
1: a blizzard treat yourself? Ooh, dilly bar, dilly
0: bar. Ooh, but what kind of dilly bar? Chocolate. Chocolate. Yes, thank you.
1: When you don't Lily? Strawberry. You like cherry? Celery? There's no cherry, thing cherry, as strawberry. I made you the know. mistake of getting cherry, and everyone's like, yeah. "Oh, butterscotch." Butterscotch. I like, Where were I can, you guys oh, like right. last month? <laughs> I, I, I can do the cherry one every once in a while. See, really? that's why I like okay. Eric Johnson.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason. <laughs> Everybody's talking about a new way. Set right down, daddy, let your mind along. Walk right in. Seat yourself here on KFGO. Little Becky Lamore is in the studio, not the crackpot, the actual person. But <laughs> not what, so are, little anymore, what are your what are your other nicknames? Like, what was your nickname growing hmm. up? I feel like you would have good nicknames. I don't know why.
3: Well, I think we're all from a small town, except JJ. Yeah, yeah. I'm
1: a concrete kid. Yeah, so. Amy's kind of. I'm, She's I'm kind I'm of
0: both. I'm half. half. Yeah, that's true. I'm, I kind of ride.
3: Um, I think something with a small town. There's always um nicknames. Right. So we usually went by. Our last names. So my maiden name is Hague, and so that's what a lot of people would call me, Hague. Oh boy,
1: that's a that's a rough nickname. Not gonna lie.
3: Oh, try having it as your last name. It's spelled H A A G. Right, Hague. Right, but it's pronounced like the sea witch. It's pronounced hog. Yeah, it is difficult. They say that's how people pronounced it.
2: It's difficult having a last name that can be used as a uh, slang term.
3: Yeah. But um, a lot of teachers would uh, well, my name is Becky, but I'm only a Becky. I'm not a Rebecca. So a lot of times people would call me Rebecca just because it wasn't my name. So mm. very weird because Becky would be a nickname for Rebecca. And right. Then I, so I, then
0: Rebecca is obviously a nickname for Becky. Right. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but I had a history teacher that called <laughs> me Rebecca of Sunnybrook Farm. You know, been through that whole spiel. Joel calls me Becky Joe Bobby Sue. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, my friends, it was Haig. I'm not, I have one that you know still hurts a little from someone in my class, I and mean, I'm going to bring it up. I'll tell you later, Amy. Okay. Um, I had a
1: girl who told me I had a small mouth when I was like seven years old, and it's still to this day. I think that's why I'm so loud, is I'm trying to compensate for my small mouth. Yeah. Do I have a small mouth? No. See? I no, knew, it, I knew Becky would be honest.
0: <laughs> you
3: don't have a small mouth. It takes two. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: You're a Lobo, right?
3: I am a Lobo. Would yeah. you like
1: to know an interesting fact? Did you ever play any sports?
3: Yeah. Well, I mean. Yes. I plays. participate. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, the locker rooms... At your high school,
3: are the best uh,
1: and recently redone. I didn't. I don't know if you oh, know. Oh, we this. got a new gym. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, a while ago. Yeah, I mean, probably like over ten years at this point. I yeah. think. Right? Yeah. Right. That's recent. Is that recent? Uh, I
3: mean,
1: okay. I think the gym was from the 50s. I mean, like the in the gym was probably scale.
3: actually just. I think it was the same architect, Milner. I think has the same layout of school and same locker room setup and everything And that. Yeah, we just added on. It was totally just an add-on gym and locker rooms.
1: Yeah, so it had been around a while, right? I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I have a bay of those lockers in my garage.
3: Of Lobo lockers.
1: Yeah, of Lobo lockers. In another life, one of the things I did was commercial kitchens, but for whatever reason, we got involved in redoing the locker rooms, and so I had to take out <laughs> the old lockers. And I said, "What are you going to do with these?" Oh, we're going to we're going to throw them all. I said, "Not this bay. <laughs> this one's going home with me." How many in a bay? Uh, there's six because it's okay. three on top, three okay. on bottom.
3: Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. I have, my high school friends, we're all still really, really close. We take girls trips every year. There are six of us. You want to borrow these lockers? I want to buy them and we each have one. Oh.
1: Well, no, no, no. It's, it's a set. So you, you'd have to put oh. it somewhere and all six of you would have to get together in a <laughs> candlelight <laughs> ceremony. <laughs>
3: Well, we do plan on hopefully living all together someday when we're old.
1: Well, I'll get you hooked up. Okay. We found some weird stuff when we pulled those things off the wall, like the, the crevice between the locker and the oh wall my. itself.
3: There weird stuff. Stuff went down in those locker rooms, let me tell you. Good uh, stories. I was going to say,
1: like, probably not radio appropriate? Or?
3: Um, we usually would slide in the showers. What? Yeah, I think that happens a lot. Of, that happens
0: in a lot of <laughs> locker rooms. Yeah, that's yeah, a common one. Good times. <laughs> this is seat yourself, Becky Hoselton, Eric Johnson, joining us on It Takes Two.
1: Sit Seat Yourself on It Takes Two with Amy and JJ. Eric Johnson's in. Becky Hoselton is in. We're enjoying a lunchtime conversation. You can join that by texting 35270 or calling our Laney Studio line at 701-237-5948. Off air, I think Becky and I just realized that we ran in very similar circles, at least geographically, but just at different times. Yeah,
3: like 30 years apart.
1: Yeah, no, no big deal. I mean, not
3: 30 <laughs> years not apart. 30!
1: I, gra- I graduated like- in 1994. Yeah, that was 2002. Yeah, okay. Well, I
3: guess so. it's not 30, but yeah. No, yeah,
1: not, not 30. Too far. Not too far. No. it's not
0: even 10.
1: When I was 22, I dated a woman whose first day of college was my first day of first grade. So, now I wasn't in first grade. I was 22 at the time. Just important to note that. <laughs> wow. But, you know, yeah. That- it's it great. I mean, like, shut hi, 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 Janet. You Idiot. might be listening. How are
0: you doing? If you want to shut down a conversation, just bring that up. Because where do we go from there? Right.
1: A lot of questions, right? A like, lot of questions. Be, like, on, I don't want
0: answers to. I don't want. It. I don't want the answers.
1: Well, there mommy you go. issues, okay.
0: daddy issues. I don't know what that, that is. Was the That's
3: thing. there was a
0: lot.
1: There's a lot rolled into that, right? There's a lot, lot, of, there's that, a right? lot of
0: issues uh-huh. there. Mm-hmm. Was I trying uh, to be older? Was she trying to be younger? I don't know. I don't know. But you know, to be quite <laughs> honest,
1: I don't think that people would blink an eye at that <laughs> nowadays. In some cases, right? Like, I think like Fran Drescher okay, well, was dating a guy who was thirty years younger than he was than she was, mm. and I'm like, good for you, Fran. Those nanny dollars are paying off.
0: How are you keeping up with Fran Drescher? <laughs> like, no one else in the world is doing
1: that. Fran Drescher is one of the most fascinating <laughs> celebrities and has an amazing story. I mean, the show The Nanny is based around her. And people forget
0: Oh, the I didn't realize it was based around her. Around
1: this idea of, like, she was just a loudmouth who a like, loud one mouth day nanny. stumbled into, like, the right situation with a producer. And, like, she was in um, Spinal Tap, one of the greatest comedies of all time. And, and so
3: why not? And she actually had a big mouth and was loud. She, exactly, yeah, I mean, right? Yeah, she, she played right. the perfect character. Yeah. The opposite can, of you. Yeah. yeah. Can you <laughs> can you do a friend dresser?
1: I guess like you? Mr. Sheffield. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, on
1: the spot I can yeah. do that. And then she's in UHF, the Weird Al movie, which is great. Eric Johnson's nodding his yep. head. He won't yeah. vocalize yeah. it, no, but no, he's no. nodding
2: no. his head. <laughs> Again, trying to come up with a snappy comment, but I just didn't have it. Your, your Fran Drescher
1: knowledge
0: is it's, past mine.
1: It is great. It's
2: great.
0: past, like, literally everybody in the universe.
1: Maybe even Fran Drescher. <laughs> She's like, I don't remember being in The Beautician and the Beast.
3: <laughs> How do you, who watched any of those movies? I, don't know. I do, JJ. JJ, did. Yeah. JJ. I mean, I, do you watch movies, Becky? Yeah, no, I do. We watch a lot of oh, movies you do? with the family. Yeah, I like a lot of um, like what I read is what I watch, so um, historical nonfiction, anything World War II, any anything like that. Sure. But yeah, we watch a lot of movies as a family.
1: Do you read a lot of World War II novels? Oh, that's all I like, really? really?
3: Yeah. I'm watch, you, I'm reading one, The Nightingale. I highly recommend. Um, it's really, really good.
1: I mean, give us a pitch.
3: Um, <laughs> I mean, don't, don't give anything away. Um, I mean, you haven't finished it yet. It, well, it, it's in France, and then obviously the Nazis um, take over, so it's just about uh, one sister who is kind of following all the rules and just trying to survive, and another sister who's fighting for France and actually becomes, you know, kind of a – She goes against the Nazis as a—I don't want to say a spy, but you know, kind of a double agent of sorts. Resistance, resistance. Thank you. And apparently, they were going to do a movie about it, but it's been shelved, I guess. And it was going to be the um, Johnson sisters, so Elle and no Fanning, sorry, Dakota and Elle Fanning. Oh, which I I think would be good. Um, But yeah, no, it's a wonderful book if you want to read. That's your genre.
1: One of my underrated movies of 2022 is, did you ever read Operation Mincemeat? So the premise of it is um, the Brits come up with this insane idea to say, like, listen, we're going to trick the Germans by taking a corpse and dressing it into in messenger clothes and putting fake messages in his pack and then essentially throwing it out of a plane with a parachute and wherever it lands in enemy territory, when they find it, they will, you know, see this thing. So Operation Mince Meat, Meat being the guy. Mm. And um, Ian Fleming had a part in it who later went on to write the James Bond novels. And so it was this kind of insane idea, which is what Great Britain needed at the time, to get ahead in the war. And it was huge strikes. And Colin Firth is in the movie. Like, it was good. The book is great. The movie's awesome, too. Yeah. World War II for you. One
3: of my favorites is Sarah's Key, if you've never read that. Uh-uh. Ultimate. Sarah's Key? Mm-hmm and they made it a movie the movie's not as good but um that the book is wonderful look at hey, that there you that's, go. that's I, France too we have too. Book I recommendations you you're a, a
1: middle-aged white man like <laughs> yes. <that's> I, what, <laughs> there's people who are supposed to be reading the is World that war submarine novels? book that was in the break room for a while yours
3: <laughs> <laughs> I am like an 80-year-old woman if yeah. I have dessert I have to have coffee like and after I eat I have coffee isn't really? that just
0: like I don't know I mean, I'm the same, mm-hmm. like I love coffee after dinner, mm-hmm. coffee with dessert. I think it's just a a, it's I don't th- think that you need to be eighty. I think it like switches at about thirty, or maybe that's just
3: us I think it, it might just be us, my friends oh. make fun of me all the time really
0: mm-hmm. Becky yep. and I Becky, and I have weird similarities every once in a while, yeah when we're, ta- we're very similar. we're very similar in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. and um,
2: your next step is just starting to pick up historical
1: nonfiction <laughs> right.
0: I just looked to Becky to see what I'm going <laughs> to yep. be doing I gave next. you two book ideas. Um,
1: Let um, me ask a bar question real quick to Eric Johnson. A bar? Did, I got yeah, you. So did you constantly have like a really old pot of coffee sitting on the <laughs> warmer? Like, because people, people I, I've seen people go into a bar and yep. order coffee yes. and be like, boy, you're in the wrong spot.
2: We made a fresh pot every morning. And uh, when, I, when I started my shift at five, it got dumped out and cleaned and got ready for the next day. But yeah, there was a fresh pot there every day. Because there were
3: mostly employees
0: that would drink it. But you would serve a
2: coffee here and there. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's gutsy to order one at the end of the day. At my
2: former work, it would be not gutsy at all because it was fresh every day. You'd have to make a fresh one. It was fresh every day.
0: I mean, you really want to wait until the late evening and then you want to ask you wanna get friendly with the server (laughs) and be like, Do you have fresh coffee available? (laughs) I've done that. With, Man. like, a
3: shot of Bailey's, please? <laughs> That's one of my friends is always like that. But I'm a big person. Like, have milk and cream. Like, I don't want the little...
2: With coffee yes. or just milk and cream?
3: Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a half and half person. I'm like, it's half coffee, yes. half oh, milk. A breve.
0: One of my favorite coffee things I learned from Becky Jo Bobby Sue was that you put brown sugar in your coffee mm-hmm. instead of white sugar. Get a
2: little I of the molasses that. in oh, there. Oh, it's
0: so
3: good. Yes, I learned that from my I aunt.
2: also like whipping cream. Oh, yeah. Just because that's good. if you-
3: Like the real stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. It, you can yeah.
2: aerate it a little bit. Have you
3: have you tried a frother? Do
2: I have, have not. I've like, yes. yes, done the
3: emulsion mean. blender. I have an emulsion blender. If you don't have one of those, that's a the the best kitchen tool and yeah I'll do that in my Saturday okay. Sunday morning coffee but there's on i um you can get like just like a handheld froth yes
0: have you seen the little ones you can get on yeah. Amazon mm-hmm. yep. they're pretty ch- and they work really well actually I mean I won't get it on I mean,
3: Amazon I'll try to find it somewhere else but
1: I've seen those at Creative Kitchen by the way <laughs> okay then I'll
3: yeah. get yeah, it there okay get but, it at Creative Kitchen yes. yeah
0: so th- they were the great
3: yep. I've sent them as
0: gifts and they work really really well. I also just take like a jar and we'll shake up. Oh yeah. Right. Like a crazy person. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I've done it that way too. Yeah. And it works just as well,
3: but
1: Do you have a mug that you consider like this is my this is my mug, then maybe it's got a funny saying on it or a bank or something?
3: No, I like pretty things. So, Uh um, I have like nice mugs. And, but yeah, I, there's like, and I I use
1: them all at the same time, (laughs) not just one mug. I use all the mugs.
3: I also use my china. If you're not using your china, you should. I use my china on On a regular basis, not daily, but I mean, for sure, every holiday, sometimes just for fun on a Sunday night. Yep. I uh, now live
2: with a former barista and coffee snob, so we have about 450 Mm -hmm. mugs with funny sayings. My dad also collected mugs from presidential museums, so I think we have like 30 of them from the ones that he was at.
3: I have every mug from Christmas party here. Do you really the Mm -hmm. full collection? Yeah. Well, since I started working here, so 20 years worth, I have all the mugs. You've
0: been here for 20 years. Twenty. Three. Did you ever think April. you were going to be on the radio? Like, did you ever want to do that? The radio? Yeah, like, did you want to come over to the radio side oh, no. of. No,
3: uh uh-uh. uh. I can't do what you guys do. Mm 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 mm. No. You could, though. Yeah, you're currently doing it. You're doing it. Do. No, no, no. You're doing that. No. Uh uh. No? Uh-uh. no? no. Never? Mm-mm.
1: She's going to go back upstairs because and be every like, time... you guys, we thought it was hard, but that was easy. <laughs> no. Every
0: time, every time you've been down here, you've been like, no, I don't want to do it. Mm-mm. Every time we ask you to come on the air, you're like, no, that's not what I do. No, no. But no. I think you're doing just no. <laughs> fine. No, 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 no. Also, um, Becky brought a show and tell today. Oh, it's seat in yourself. my
3: car. It's in my car.
0: You want to go get it? You have time. We're gonna take a little break. Okay, okay, okay. Show and tell when we come back. Unseat yourself. <laughs> This is Seat Yourself on KFGO brought to you by the South Fargo Dairy Queens. Also, we ate Fargo Billiards and Gastro Pub for lunch. So, shout out to them for providing lunch today. I had the classic wrap. JJ had the classic chicken strips, like he always does. You know, Eric, they
1: tell me that they, I need to change my order. You they do. they and you never just do. send whatever they feel like. And I said, I've been eating this now for 15 years. I right. love it. This you is my favorite.
0: And how were the walleye fingers? They were very good. Very good. Okay, mm-hmm. you had some wings. I had some boneless wings. Yeah, chicken yeah. nuggets.
2: Yep, yeah.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs>
0: adult
1: adult
2: chicken, chicken nuggets.
1: You did go with Parmesan garlic though, which yeah, that was interesting.
2: so um, I did the buffalo the last time we we got from here for a seat yourself, and and I just want to try something different. I've been kind of searching for a. Really good parm garlic. Oh, yeah. And uh, th- this is pretty solid. You can okay. actually taste the parmesan and the garlic in it. That's good. Usually it's one's just... overbearing versus exactly. the other. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, you okay so, back there?
1: Uh, yeah.
3: Amy choked on.
1: Becky Hoselton is the first seat Yourself guest to bring in a show and tell, which <laughs> yeah. I think is great. We should make this a regular thing. Let's make thing. this
3: a thing. Well, you know, I listen every day, obviously, because I work here, but um, it's on, you know. But you would even if you didn't. Exactly. And um, I heard you guys talking about Valentine's boxes. And again, something that we're kindred spirits with is making Valentine's boxes. And we've made some epic ones in the last few years. I have an oldest who's 17 and I have a seven-year-old. But they don't do Valentine's boxes anymore. Like when I was growing up or even because Connor, we made a, quite a few. We made a Cars Valentine's Day box that was epic. I still like have some It was Lightning McQueen. It turned into something else later after it was used. But it was, I mean, Scott and I should have been engineers, my husband and I, after <laughs> making that vehicle. Um, and then I brought in the lightsaber that we made that I thought when we, when Crosby was littler that they would still do this, but they don't. So we just made it for fun. And then I was telling you guys that this weekend, all of a sudden my youngest grabbed some boxes and made an A-frame house
0: that's That's awesome. could,
3: that could be used as a Valentine's Day box if we I needed it. I love that.
0: Mm-hmm. I, think, I think it is a thing, though, like keeping the really good Valentine's Day boxes, because I was talking to my aunt just last night, and her kids are the same age as me, so... Old and she was like, I think I still have at least one or two Valentine's Day boxes upstairs. Like, I think I still the really epic ones mm-hmm. that you spend a lot of time on. And you're really proud of. Yeah, that you're really proud of. Yeah.
1: When I was in first grade, my teacher shout out to Mrs. Colstead. Every holiday and month we made a, a windsock, sock, right? So, like mm-hmm. we'd fold paper around, staple it, and then made it into a Santa Claus and it had streamers and i was so proud of these things that i came home and i made my mom hang them up immediately so by the end of the year we had all of these ratty paper things that were hanging it looked like we were trying to scare away owls but i was so proud which at the same time that she taught us that if you use watercolors on something but sprinkle uh, salt over it it becomes really like wild like the salt dissolves into the water and like makes this different pattern and so for years that's what i lived on was like that was my artistic knowledge be like Oh, you're doing some watercolors. Have you ever <laughs> tried using iodized table salt to put out, <laughs> on there? They go, no, I'm not a first grader.
3: <laughs> Name your first grade teacher. Mine was Mrs. Shipley. Mrs. Colstead, yeah. Yep.
2: Mrs. Doyle.
3: Was that our first grade nope,
0: teacher? that was our okay. first grade oh, teacher. Same- <laughs> cheat. I get a cheat because we had the same one. Uh, so Yeah,
2: so our okay. first grade teacher was also our fourth grade teacher. Yes, and exactly. then I oh. went on to work for her husband at Chubb's Pub. Yeah. So we got... Bar popcorn every once in a Sweet. while in the first grade. Yeah. <laughs> wow. yeah. She would go in and get a big garbage bag full of it and bring it out to the oh, class. that's awesome. Yep. But yeah, I uh, my connections to the Doyle family run deep.
0: I wow. knew we had her twice, but I couldn't remember. Yep. And then first grade. Er, and then we
2: had Anderson Anderson. And Anderson, Mrs. Anderson, Anderson Mrs. Mr. And, Anderson. Yes,
0: Mrs. Anderson and then Mr. Anderson. And then Mrs. Kozier <laughs> and Mr. and for kindergarten. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And
2: so, then Amy left.
3: See, and I... I left lived in a town before Lamore that I call home. I moved there in seventh grade. And we lived in Streeter for a while. And so that's just real close to where Sarah is in Medina. Yeah. And that was, a, we were, that was a really small town. So you had first through third grade together. And then, no, kindergarten through third grade were in one class, or second grade. And then third grade through sixth were in one class. Oh, wow. that is- we, we were divided by rows. And Mrs. Matthias had to teach all of us.
0: That is challenging. Wow. Well, maybe it was
3: fourth, fifth and sixth. So in my class actually, I had three. There were three of us. I moved in 7th grade. Brenda moved shortly after me and poor Cody Schuler who ended up in Bismarck, who is um he was he's the he changed his job in Fargo. He dealt with the homeless.
2: Cody um, Schuller oh, from the homeless. Yes. School, I'm homeless. Yeah. I, I oh. went to elementary
3: yes. school with Cody Schuller, was my yeah. best friend. We still see each other. We actually run into each other sometimes at the Shields over here, the lunch the place there. Avenue. That's yeah. really, really good. Um,
0: Thanks for bringing it up. We don't ever get over there because they close by the time <laughs> we're done. I know.
3: I know. It's so good. Shout out. Um, and uh, yeah, so then, and then he was the only seventh grader at Schreeder until they move to Bismarck. Wow.
0: That's very, though, like, Montessori way of teaching, though, is that you have, like, mm-hmm. levels. And the whole idea is that you have, like, old the kids are learning from other kids, too, and the older kids are kind of teaching the younger kids. And so that's very Montessori, like, a, because they have, like, an E1 and an E2, which mm-hmm. is basically, like, sort of like a grade, but not really. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. So I knew a works. teacher who
1: went to Japan on a Fulbright scholarship, and he goes, if the teacher of like their equivalent of first grade is sick. They pull like a sixth grader out and they teach the classes for that day. And so wow. it's the, the same idea, right? It's the older kids educating the younger kids. And I was like, that sounds amazing. And he goes, yeah, I don't think that our system is set up for us to do that <laughs> quite in the United <laughs> States. He goes, but it's interesting to see, because he was studying education in all of these developed countries and seeing like, Hey, what are some things that we can, bring we, we right
2: had, here? we had sixth graders as like, Buddies, Yeah. Yeah. I think when we they were still do
0: that. I think yep. they still do that in elementary school. Yeah. We My son
3: has a third grade buddy and he's a first grader. Right.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Oh, we found someone else in our text club that also had Mrs. Doyle. Let's oh, see yeah. how many Mrs. Doyle <laughs> alums we can find. This person says, I too had Mrs. Doyle before moving to Park Rapids in 83. Oh, and then you moved to Park Rapids. Did you have Mrs. Hasbargan? Because that's the aunt that I was talking about just a few minutes ago. (laughs) Full circle. Yeah, just a few degrees of separation here. This state
2: is obnoxiously small. (laughs) I
3: know
0: it's awesome. So funny. I love it. Uh, Becky, thanks for coming in and being part of Seat Yourself. Appreciate it. I'm glad we got you to sit down for an hour. Yes. That was amazing. Now run again.
3: Twins Caravan tonight. Yeah,
0: we'll see you at the Twins Caravan. Becky will see you. She's put the whole thing together. Yep. Also, she's the reason it happens. Becky
3: needs credit for the
1: KFGO picnic as well because. Yeah. It is like Keep watching MacArthur work on a battle plan. <laughs> she's al- got grids in every. <laughs> she's got one of those, She's got like a craps push stick to yeah. move <laughs>
3: pieces around a giant if, table. If I see you not working, I will put you to <laughs> work. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can attest. That to it Do
2: not yeah. put your hands in your pockets uh-uh, during the picnic uh-uh. if Becky is Don't anywhere
1: around. Board. Yeah. If you can lean, you can clean or grill <laughs> or get more soda.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Becky. Jeez. Becky Hazleton, Eric Johnson here on. Seat yourself. Brought to you by the South Fargo Dairy Queens. Here on It Takes Two with Amy and JJ.